Thanks for tuning in to the Revival Tabernacle Podcast. Wherever you may be listening from, we hope that this message encourages you in the unwavering, unconditional love of Jesus Christ. Join us as we reach sinners, raise believers, and release leaders. Please enjoy the message from the RT Pulpit. This is my first time really like giving the word to like a mass like production, right? So um, y'all go pray with me. Y'all go rock with me. All right, cool, cool, cool. La- uh, uh, ladies and gentlemen, y'all ready? I need y'all help, right? I need y'all help because I am a little nervous, so I need y'all to help me get right. Y'all gonna help me get right? All right, yo, yo, hey, do this for me. Put your hands up like this. So look, we live in a culture that I understand, right? We gotta understand that their culture is different from our culture. Their culture, that where, where they come from is different from where we come from, but in order for us to be able to deliver and reach to give the same word today that it was yesterday, we still gotta understand what they going through, right? So I need y'all to put your hands up like this for me. Turn it up for me, one time. Turn it up for me, one time. Y'all ready? Y'all gonna rock with me? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Who living for God up here? Y'all living for God? I need y'all to do this. Bounce with me one time, bounce, like this. Hey, 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 hey. Bounce with me, friends, hey, 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 hey. Hey, she feeling it right there. Hey, I appreciate that. Thank you. 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 Yo, so look, we coming out this scripture. Um, well, before I get into the word, let's just pray real quick. Lord, let you follow, Lord. We bless you. Um, we thank you, Lord. We just thank you for being who you are in our lives on today, Lord. We thank you for the opportunity, Lord, to be able to hedge our children. Uh, we thank you for the opportunity, Lord, to be able to download in our children, Lord, for we know that the enemy is working, Lord. But we thank you, Lord, to be able to position us, Lord, to prepare them for the moments in their lives, Lord. We thank you, Lord, for this opportunity, Lord, to be able to prepare them, Lord, for the beginning of their end, Lord, for the beginning of their future, Lord. We thank you, Lord, Lord. We pray for our pastor right now in the name of Jesus, Lord, for healing, and his wife, Lord, for healing, Lord. We thank you, Lord, for being able to uh, uh, just continue to bless upon this whole church, Lord. We the purple church, Lord, and we thank you, Lord, for being the purple church, Lord, to help and bring change in Hollaport. Through Jesus' name we pray. Amen. Amen, 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 amen. So real quick. Real quick, um, kids, kids, kids. Y'all know about a man named Jesus, right? Do you know about a man named Jesus? Who don't know about this man named Jesus? Put your hand up if you don't know. Fred, I know you know me. Don't, don't be playing with me. You know, brother. Don't be playing with me. So, what do you know? Let's see, let's see what, what do we know about Jesus? Because we're going to talk about Jesus today, but what do we know about Jesus? Talk to me, big fan. What you know about Jesus? That he died on the cross for us, for our sins. Okay. That he rose again, right? Right? What else? That he was that he was accompanied with the big homie God to make the earth, right? And he helped, Jesus helped himself, didn't he? He he's sweet like that. Because he called, he come in the Trinity, right? So it was it was Father, the Son, and the Holy Spirit. And uh, what we're going to do is we're going to talk about moments. We're going to talk about making the best of your moments. And I got something for the kids and the adults. I'm going to be kicking it with y'all, too, because y'all are, we are, I'm going to just say we are, um, we are, we play a big part in the moments, right? We play a big part in the moments of preparing. We also play a big part in the, of, of preparing them for the moments, but we also play a big part in their moments, right? There's, there, there is, there are, we are in position, and that's why I, I did this so we can understand the position. There's an order to this thing, right? There's an order to this thing. And the blessings flow from there 
down here, all right? So we're going we to talk about this thing. We're going to go to Luke. Luke 23, 26. It's a long, this is kind of like a long scripture, but we're going to get through it, all right? Luke, Luke 26, Luke 23, verse 26. If you got it, say, I got it. If you got it, say, I got it. If you need some more time, let me hear you say, whoa, 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 wait a minute. All right, we're going to wait for you. We're going to wait for you. We in it together. We in it together. What's up, big fella? I like your sandals, man. All right? Go give me some. I wear size 12, okay? Make sure you tell mama that. I wear size 12. All right? That's, again, Luke 23. Look at her. Hey, look, y'all see her? She prepared. Whoever that's preparing her, thank you. She's prepared. Luke 23, verse 26. All right, y'all ready? As they lead him off, they made Simon and the man for Serene, who happened to be coming from the countryside, carried the cross behind Jesus. A huge crowd of people followed. I'm reading for the Message Bible, by the way. I know it might read a little different out there. Um, a huge crowd of people followed, along with women weeping and carrying on. At one point, Jesus turned to the woman and said, Daughters of Jerusalem, don't cry for me. Cry for yourselves and your children. The time is coming where they'll say, Lucky, the woman who never conceived. Lucky, the wombs that never gave birth. Lucky, the breasts that never gave milk. Then they'll start calling to the mountains. Fall down on us. Calling to the hills. Cover us up. People do these things to a live green tree. You can imagine what they'll do with dead wood. Deep right there. We're going to get into that. We're going to get into that. To others, both criminals were taken along with him for execution. When they got to the place called Skull Hill, they crucified him along with the criminals. One to his right, the other to his left. Jesus prayed, Father, forgive them for they know not what they're doing. How many know that sometimes that we in situations where we got to pray for somebody else for they don't know what they're doing, right? I pray for myself sometimes because I don't know what I'm doing, right? Dividing up his clothes, they threw dice for them. The people stood there staring at Jesus, and the ringleaders made faces, taunting. He saved others. Let him save himself. The Messiah of God, the chosen one. How many know when you in your moment, sometimes people will make fun of you? Right? How many know when you when you going through something and you know that you're going through it and sometimes even they know that you're going through it, they'll challenge you, right? How many been challenged before? I know I've been challenged. You've been challenged, right? Somebody try to tell you you can't get an A, you like, I'm gonna get this A, right? Right? Somebody tell you, somebody tell you that you can't do what you know how to do. Come on now. You be like, man, I'm about to do that, right? So he was challenged. At this time, Jesus challenged. The soldiers also came up, poked fun at him, making a game of it. They toasted him with sour wine. So you're king of Jews. Save yourself. Save yourself. Printed over him was a sign, the king of Jews. They're making a mockery of his name. How many know that sometimes people will make a mockery of your name, right? People, people, people will make a mockery. People will talk about you. People will talk about you, about you. <laughs> That's crazy, right? I ain't you ain't get that. People will talk about you about you, right? Man, that's crazy. But the other one, the other one made them shut up. How many know you got a homie that'll make somebody shut up? How many know you got a homie, right? That, that believe in you, that'll rock with you, that'll make somebody shut up. How many know that, right? I got a homie. 
He made him shut up. He said, yo, have no fear of God. Have you no fear of God? You getting the same as him. We deserve this, not him. He did nothing, nothing at all to deserve this. Then he said, Jesus, remember me when you enter the kingdom. How many know we got somebody that'll rock with you all the way through, right? Even when they wrong, right? How many know even when they wrong, they'll rock with you? Put your hands up if you're one of them guys that'll rock with somebody. I know I'm rocking. I'm rocking even when they wrong. He said, let me tell you how sweet Jesus said. Jesus is so sweet. He said, uh, don't worry. I will. Today, you will join me in paradise. Let the reading of his word be blessed. Amen? Amen. I'm here to talk about being, um, making the best of your moment. I'm here to talk about making the best of your moment. How I many you know we have moments, right? We got these moments in life where sometimes these moments don't make sense all the time. We got moments in life where moments are bad, right? Moments are good. How many, how many know that a bad moment can be, for, for, for my little ones, a bad moment can be when you hungry, right? Ain't that a bad moment? That's a bad moment, right? You don't want nobody talking to you crazy when you want something to eat, right? Right? I know I got five kids, and I know the worst time to try to get them to do something for me is when they hungry. I know if I want something done, I feed that beast, right? Right? You got to feed that beast. Because when that beast is fed, it's contained, right? It's contained, and it can do the things that you need them to do, right? Also, we have good moments. We got moments where we feel great about ourselves, right? We got moments where, you know, we get up and we smell good, we look good. You know, we put on the, the, the new clothes that mommy just bought. We feeling good about ourselves, right? We walk to that classroom, you know, ain't nobody going to tell you about yourself. You feel me? I know when I, I, I remember my pops, man, used to go, and my mom and them used to go and, and go school shopping for me for the year. I used to go, I used to be at the house, right? And I used to put everything out, like, yeah, I'm gonna wear this Monday. I'm gonna wear this Tuesday. Ooh, I'm gonna kill him with this Wednesday. Wait, 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 wait. Color scheme may rock. I'm gonna throw this Tuesday. I'm gonna wear him Friday, right? And I, I, I prepare my week. I'm waiting for these moments, right? Because you, you, you can't wait. You can't wait. You can't wait to be able to, what's up, Pastor? Look how you joined us. You see how he did that? What's up, my guy? Look, you checking in on us. <laughs> Right, right. So, 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 so in this time, you preparing for these moments. You preparing for this moment. Why are we preparing for these moments? Why are we preparing for these moments? Talk to me, my dog. Why do you think that we prepare for certain moments? So you can look good. What else? Autumn, Autumn, you got something to tell me? What you got? So you can look good, feel good, live good. One more. Let me get one from you. So you can smell good, right? So, so we're preparing for these moments so we can be who we need to be in that moment, right? Right, right, right? God give us tools. God is preparing us for moments so we can be active in that moment. Jesus, we know him as the, we know him as the, the son of the risen God. We know him as the man who died on the cross. But there was moments to prepare him to be Jesus. He just wasn't Jesus, right? Right? What they, what they recorded earlier in the, scri in the scripture where he talked about this man was 12 years old studying about himself, right? He was locked away in the temple studying about himself. Also, we know about Jesus that he's a carpenter. We know that he's a carpenter, meaning that he's a man that can create, right? He wasn't scared to get dirty, 
Right, right. Now, you're talking about the man that's about to save the world is out here fixing chairs. Right? This is the man that's about to save the world. They got him out here fixing somebody's wheelbarrow. Do that make sense? They don't, they don't really make too much sense, right? I remember, man, growing up, my mom and dad used to be on my head about taking out the trash. Hated taking out the trash. Hated taking out the trash. Who else hate, hate, hate taking out the trash? Fellas? Fellas, right? We know, that's a, we know that's to be a manly duty, right? I hate taking out the trash. One reason why I hate taking out the trash is because the trash get filled at the stupidest times to me, right? Like, like it's, it's, it's filled during a time where I don't feel like taking out the trash. You know what I mean? Like, why was it filled 30 minutes ago or, or an hour ago when I had nothing to do, right? When I was just, just running around the house, chilling. Now it want to be filled when the basketball game about to come on, right? right? Or, or, or it get noticed, right? It might already been filled, but it get noticed during the time that I disagree with in my life, right? right? But how many know that those are moments that's being shaped for, for, for who you are in, in, in the end time, right? So Jesus at this time, man, you got to think about it. Jesus at this time, as 12 years old, he's a kid. All the kids doing what kids do, right? Kids, kids, I'm talking. All the kids doing what kids do, right? And I noticed that when I was a young kid, I couldn't do what every kid could do, right? I was the one that always got caught with his hand in the cookie, me, with his hand in the cookie jar. All my homies, they walked through, they used to do all the crazy stuff, throwing rocks. You know, remember throwing rocks? Whoever, who remember throwing Come on, my fa come on, people that was that was kind of bad, but not all the way bad, right? Come on, fellas, people that was kind of bad, but throwing rocks. You know what I'm saying? We were so crazy, we just throw them at windows, just to run, right? We thought that was funny. We thought it was fun, right? But I would be the one that always get caught. I I don't know if I was slow. Maybe I was slow. Maybe I was slow. You know what I'm saying? I am kind of big. I always been kind of chunky. You know what I mean? So maybe it was just that I wasn't fast enough. Right, right. That could have been, that could have been the reason why I got caught. Right, but no, no. I believe that I got caught. I got caught because God didn't want me doing what everybody else was doing. Right, right. There were moments that was being shaped for me that I could not be like everybody else. I just couldn't be like everybody else. Jesus, at 12 years old, he's preparing to save the world. The world. The whole. Everybody say the whole world, Craig. The whole world at 12 years old, he got to study about this. While everybody else having fun, he has to be in this temple. While everybody else is tripping and having water balloon fights, he's studying the word. While everybody else is getting in trouble or getting bad grades or getting good grades, however it go, he is positioned and studying the word, getting prepared for his moments, right? As he's walking up, as he's walking up in these moments. Now, these moments that he had in his life when he was a young one, it preparing him for this scene. This scene to me was huge. I thought about this scene, like, why did, he re why did they record this scene? And why did they get so in-depth with his walk up and the crucifixion? Of why did they get so in-depth? Like, why did they talk about people name-calling them? Why did they talk about people uh, 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 playing tricks with, you know, he was thirsty, so they gave him vinegar and wine. Like, we know that that don't give you what you need, right? Why would they talk about things like that? And I got to going back to a scene that happened in my life. Uh, um, I got to going back to a scene that would happen in my life. I was 12 years old, and um, I, was, I was 12 years old. Whew. And uh, uh, hold on. I, I, it's hard, but I'm going to get it. I was 12 years old, and my grandmother, 
passed in my arms. She passed in my arms. And at this time, I'm like, Lord, I, I, I'm talking about, you know, I grew up in the church. My mom kept me in the church. Thank God for them. Thank God for my grandmother. Thank God for my aunties and my cousins. Um, they kept me in the church. Even though it was crazy, it was a crazy dynamic because we got the church, and then right across the street, we in the projects, right? So it's like everything they talked about was so different in reality to what we was going through so that it was a crazy balance, right? And um, everybody know about the projects. The projects is a, it's a serious place. You know what I mean? If you know about the projects, it's real. It's real, right? And so we grew up under these conditions. And my grandmother, she was going through some things. And back then, we didn't have the technology that we had. We didn't have cell phones. We didn't have uh, FaceTime. And then you can hit things on your app. It was a beeper. So all we had back then was beepers. That was the closest thing. Beepers and phones. Phones, rotary phones. You know what I mean? You was good if you had an ID caller back, right? So we going through this thing, and um, while my grandmother was passing, I remember praying to God. I said, God, look, I know I've been bad. Because this, you know, during this time, I was just off the hook, right? And I'm like, Lord, I know I've been a bad guy. You know what I mean? I haven't been a good guy. And um, they always say in church that the prayers of the righteous is getting heard. And so I'm praying, Lord, please, please save my grandma. If you save my grandma, I changed my whole ways, changed my life. Well, that didn't happen like that. My grandmother died. She died in my arms. And I was there by myself with three of my little cousins. They were babies, like super babies, like two and under. And um, it was that moment where I lost faith. It was that moment where I didn't believe. It was that moment where I didn't care about nobody's word. It was that moment where my life literally changed before my eyes. It was that moment. How many had a moment where you lost faith? Come on, let's be 100. How many had a moment where you looked up in the sky like, come on, God, why? Why is this? Why is this happening to me? I'm 12 years old. I don't know. I don't know. And so during this time, my teenage years was horrible, right? My teenage years was horrible because I had no fear. I feared nothing no more. The biggest thing that God wanted us to come with here was the fear of what? Fear of God. I had none of that, right? So I went through these moments. I went through these moments. I'm going through these moments. I'm going through these moments. Like crazy, crazy moments, like near-death moments, like I could have been addicted to any type of substance, drug type moments. Like I could have been like strung out type moments. Like I could have been homeless type moments. Like, um, but I thank God for a praying people. I thank God for a praying people. I thank God for a praying people that God still surrounded me by people that prayed for me. And uh, he's still surrounded me by people that pray for me. Now, I turn 18 and I say, you know what, God? I tried to do this life by myself. You know what? I'm straight. I'm good with that. Teach me your way. Teach me your way. Show me. And God began to reveal things to me. Now, I'm not going to say this thing was easy, but he began to reveal things in me. So 18 was another pivotal moment for me. So I experienced a life to me, if you want to say, without God. Right? It was a moment for me. And then I experienced 
a whole nother life with God, right? So I'm 18, and I had a moment, I had a, moment a couple weeks ago. Um, I'm going through this lifestyle, going through this life. I got things that's happening. I got kids. I got a wife now. Um, God is blessing me. God is taking things away from me. God is um, showing me some different things. God is actually chastising me for making crazy decisions, right? Um, so I turned. Uh, so a couple weeks ago, right before war week, and I knew it was going to be a great week. I knew it was going to be a great week because we declare war, not just in High Highland Park, but we declare war within ourselves, right? We declare war within ourselves to make sure that we're going to do what God wants us to do, right? Um, I'm in this thing, man, and um, I break down. I have a breakdown in the car. And I'm like, like, break down, break down. Like, God, I can't do this no more. I don't want it no more. You know what I mean? I'm texting people. I'm calling people. I'm like, uh, uh, um, I'm texting people and I'm calling people. So people not replying. People not, right? So God showed me in that moment again that um, I only can be depend on him in this time. And so um, I'm in this moment. My pops pick up the phone. Uh, my pops right there, man, handsome young man. You feel me? That's my guy. That's why I get my little swag. My little bounce from, you feel me? That's my guy. Um, uh, he picks up the phone, and he says something encouraging to me, encouraging to me. But then I go back to a moment in my life, and this is why moments are so so key, and, and, and this is why the moments that are so key for us as adults, for our kids. My pops used to tell me when I was younger, he said, son, you're going to be the generational curse breaker. You're going to be the, pops, you remember that? You remember that? My pops used to tell me, you're going to be the one that's going to change the Crowder's name, right? I was like 910. Man, everybody hearing that at 910. I don't even understand what he's talking about. Pops, what are you saying? You know what I mean? Like, what are you talking about? But he would tell me this, like, periodically, prophesy in my life. He would talk to me, he'll prophesy in my life. Just as Jesus, when he was 12, there was people telling him, prophesying in his life, preparing him for certain moments. And I go back to that moment and I say, whoa, whoa. I'm in that moment. <laughs> I'm in that moment where I can change the Crowder's name. I'm in that moment where I can be the game changer, right? I'm in that moment, like I'm married, I got kids. I'm in a moment where I can set a different trend for, my gener for the generations to come, right? And so how many know, like, so, so when Jesus walking, he's in his moment where he's, about to, where he's about to be a game changer. This is his time to be a game changer changer. He's about to save the world, my people. He's about to save the world. But he's getting crucified with two people that done something wrong. He did nothing wrong, right? So he's in the same situation with people that have different purposes. How many know that you can be connected with people or be in the same situation with people, but your purpose is totally different from theirs, right? No, no, that's trippy, right? That's trippy, right? Because we got this thing called Misery Love Company. If you get Fs, people around you are going to want you to get Fs, right? They're going to be like, man, if you're smart, they're going to they, they gonna try to tear you down. They don't want you to get A's. They don't want you to be obedient to your parents. They don't want you to be the best person that you can be. Why? Because they don't know how to be the best person they can be at. That don't mean that they're not, that they can't be. It's just at that time, in that moment, it's not their moment. So we got these two thieves. One of the cats started cursing at him. You know what I mean? He started he start tripping on him. Like, man, listen, if you Jesus... Get yourself about the cross. Right? How many, man, how many been tested at that point where they be like, yo, if you really the man or you really the girl, you really the one, right? If you can, if you can do this, then do it. Do it. 
Like, what are you waiting for? Like, like what are you waiting for? Right? How many know that it's, it's a great blessing and restraint? This a, it's a great blessing and discipline, right? And so Jesus at 12, he's learning how to be disciplined. At 12 years old, he's learning how to restrain. He's learning how to restrain himself because he's, he's going to be put in different situations. He's been put in different situations. Don't you know, don't y'all think if Jesus, like also 100, right? 100 translation for older people, that means honesty, okay? All right. Also 100. Jesus could have healed anybody he wanted to, Right? He could have saved the world when he wanted to, right? How many know that that wasn't the will of God, though? That wasn't, the, that wasn't his purpose. He had the power, though, right? He had the ability. You know, man, let me, tell you, let me tell you when I feel the best, when I cast my check. I'm going to tell you when I feel the best in my life, right? When I go to the store or I look in my bank account, fifth, third, and they say, yeah, that, that, those zero, zero, zero that was once red, that boy turned green with some numbers. Let me tell you about me, man. Let me tell, baby, you can test this, can't you? Let me tell you about me. You can't tell me nothing, dog. Can't tell me a nothing. Can't tell me nothing about nothing that's nothing that came from nothing. You feel me? Because I feel like I can do something. I feel like I'm empowered. I feel like I'm empowered, right? All through the week when I was broke, I'd have seen situations that I could fix. I had the ability. I'm like, yo, I can fix these situations. I can do something about this. I can do something about that. Oh, my old girl hurting. Oh, oh my, my man's needs something. I can do something. Now I, got the, now I got the power. I got the bread to do something. Guess what? I got bills to pay. Right? I got bills to pay. I got kids that need. I got a family that need this money. Right? As much as I want to be like, yo, yo, homie, you need your rent pay. I got it. Ah! I can't, it can't happen like that. Right? Right? It can't happen like that. Even though I wish I could, it can't happen like that. So how many know that there's, there, there is a blessing and restraint? Right? There's a blessing and restraint. Just because you can don't mean that you can. Right? So in these moments, man, Jesus, he chilling. He chilling, man, and he got people talking about him. He got people talking about him, and it's rough. Don't think, come on, man, this is Jesus. This is rough. This is rough for him. This is not the place that he ever really been in. You know what I mean? We normally see Jesus on top, you know, walking on water. You feel me? He, he, we, we normally see Jesus on top, healing blind. You know what I mean? Like, we normally see Jesus on top. This is the time where this is not him on top, right? This is not him being on top, at least in the physical eye. But how many know in the spiritual, this man is rocking, right? And so you got people that's around you. You got people that's around you that's going to be like, yo, uh-oh, look at him. He at his worst. Uh-oh. Look at him. He said that he was this. Uh-oh. Look at him. She said that she was that. Uh-oh. He falling off. Uh-oh. She falling off. And you got people that actually curse your name. The Bible says that they wrote a plaque to curse his name. It said, this is your king. This is the king. This is the king. Right. How many know, as, as, and I'm talking to the mothers and fathers, how many know as a mother and father, some people have written you off, right? People have written you off like, yo, this is you? And these are your kids? This, this, this is what you're doing? Like, this, this is what you're doing. Right? Then you got my man on the other side. You got the homie that's riding with you. You got a homie that know when he wrong, he wrong, he know that you right. Right? How many of you know we got them homies? I know I'm one of them homies. Right? I got a, I, I, I got a homie. This is my homie, even when I'm wrong. 
she always right on it. I mean, let me find somebody else because she always right. She don't work in this. <laughs> <It's> like, no. <laughs> no, that's my homie, though. And it's a time and a place for when you have somebody in your life that even when they wrong, they can see when you right. Right? So what they do, what, what he do, he shut them up. He say, yo, this guy don't even belong here for real. I remember coming up on the block and uh, some of the older homies, they used to see my potential when I didn't even see it. Right? So it was things that they blocked, literally blocked out of my life because they seen the potential with me. Right? It was, it, it was places that I could have been early in my life. Like, it was places I could have been early in my life. They seen the potential, and I believe that was God, right? That was God using them to block where I could have been in my life. And so, because we got that homie, Jesus is able to be who we need to be. He got comfort there, right? That was comfort. I believe God sent him to be comfort. You got two cats with you, and you know you don't deserve this treatment. How many bitter moments where you be like, yo, I don't deserve this treatment? I don't deserve this? Like, for real? Come on, man. Karma don't come back like that, baby. Right? You mean no best man? I don't know. All right. I thought y'all was with me. Y'all, I don't know where y'all come from. All right? No, but um, it don't come back like that, right? At least, at least that's what you think. At least that's what you think. So he chilling. He's sitting on his crown. Let me tell you what, what, what Jesus told him. That was so sweet to me. He asked him, he said, man, remember me when you come to the kingdom, when you go to the kingdom. He said, I will. You will join me in paradise. How many know that even when it don't feel good in that moment, you still have to be what you're supposed to be? Right? So I'm talking to the kids real quick. I'm talking to the kids because it's going to be times when you're in school where somebody's going to try to show you something on YouTube and you know you don't look at that on YouTube. Right? It's going to be times in school where people are going to dare you to do stuff that you know, you know if your mama seen you do that, 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 that is not right. Right? You know, if your mama seen you do that, it's going to be some consequences to pay, right? I know I learned a lot from school. I had a lot of people pulling me in school. I learned how to sack my pants in school. You know what I'm saying? I learned how to smoke in school. Right? I learned about girls in school. You know what I'm saying? And I learned about them not from teachers, not from, not from older people. I learned about them from my friends that don't have no clue what they're talking about. Right? They don't got no clue what they're talking about. And so there's going to be moments in your life where you got these people out here. Look, look, look behind you. You got your mom, your dad. You got your granddad. You got your aunties. And I, I'm thankful for my family because my family is here. And the reason why I am who I am today is because they're here. And they were the ones in my face, in my head, even when I didn't like it, even when it didn't feel good, even when I didn't trust it, even when I didn't trust it. Like, man, you about to tell, you telling me to take out the trash? I remember my pops, man, used to make me iron, iron on everybody's clothes, right, in the, at nighttime. My pops, man, he, he, put, he, he installed a lot in me. I ain't going to lie to you. You know what I'm saying? He be acting like, acting like nobody don't know. <laughs> he installed a lot in me, though. I remember, man, he used to have me iron everybody's clothes at night. First, I watched him do it. So that was the first thing. He was the example, right? He was the example, right? So, 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 parents, the reason why our kids is going to be able to do things and know that it's right is if we what? If we the example. Jesus had to come to be an example for our situations that we're dealing with today, right? So my pops, man, he was the example. So I watch him. I just watch him. He had this routine that he would do every day. And then he passed the, the torch to me. You know what I'm saying? And I ain't like it, right? I ain't like it. Because, again, it's always come up at the wrong moments. Like, why you want me to iron clothes? 
where Pokemon about to come on. You know what I mean? Like, I don't need to be ironing clothes during that time, right? Like, that's disrespectful to my whole, my whole well-being as a 10-year-old. Like, this is why I'm 10, so I can watch Pokemon, not iron clothes. But he passed a torch to me. And to this day, to this day, it's something that I remember, and I get up. Either I do it in the morning or I do it at night. I iron clothes for all my family, right? I iron clothes for all my family. And it's even so cold, it's even so cold that my wife, when I don't do it, my wife be like, this, this would have happened. So she iron clothes for the family, right? Preparing for these moments. Preparing for these moments. My kids come downstairs, they got clothes ready to go. When they get older, guess what they going to do? They going to iron clothes in the morning. And if they don't, I will be at their front step. Like, dog, what is you doing? Why is my grandbaby out here looking uh, crinkled like that? You know what I'm saying? Like, I, I, we, 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 we put some things inside of us. But I'm about to wrap it up. We getting up out of here because we got a lot of things to do today. I know everybody got a lot of things to do today. But in this time, I just want to make sure that we understand that we have to make the best of the moments. Right? The moments is what count. We read a book that talk about moments. That's it. There are moments that make up this 66 book that we call the Holy Bible, that we follow, that we believe in, that we call the Word of God, right? All of them are made of moments. All of them, the moments is not good, right? All of those moments is not good, but God is there in every moment, and he's prepping us for everything that we need to be. So when we are in our moment, our moment, that we can work and be who we need to be. Amen? Amen. Everybody stand up real quick. As we go into altar call, everybody stand up. Children, stand up. If you have a baby down here, I want you to come down here and stand behind your children. If you have a baby or you are part of the support system down here, I want you to come down here and stand by your children, your grandchild, your, your, your niece, your nephew, because in these moments, we are needed as, as, as adults. We are the ones that help make sure that they moments, that they are being, being able to do what they need to do in their moments. Right? Because we know about the strife. We know about the strife. We know about what's happening. We know that they're going to get made fun of. Right? Bullying right now is at an all-time high. What they call bullying, all we used to do, we used to, that was just how we live. You know, we call that, we got a cap on this guy, right? This is bullying now. And there's kids that's losing their life because they're not being prepared for the moment. They're not being told who they are and who they are. They're not being loved on. Right? And so I thank RT for being a, a, a praying family. And what we're going to do is we're going to pray. We're going to pray. We're going to pray. We're going to pray over the ones that we love. We're going to pray over the ones that we love. And it's okay. It's okay. Trust me. When I tell you it's okay, it's okay. I thank God that people prayed over me. Because there's a lot of guys that I grew up with that's dead. Like, no, you don't understand. It's a lot of, I'm 30 years old. I'm not old. At least I don't consider myself old. I got some grades, but that's okay. But I'm not old. And there's guys that didn't make it to 30 that I grew up with, that I love, that I genuinely love. They're not here because they didn't have the same support system as me. Because they didn't have nobody praying for them like I got people that's praying for me. Right? Right? The only way they're going to be able to survive is if we do our part. Is if we do our part. And we got to do it together. We got to do it together. Right? Our pastor preached that we do life together. This is not meant to be done by ourselves. 
I, I thank God for Pastor Justin, man. I was going through some things and I reached out to him and he gave me some real advice. During that moment, I was telling y'all I had that, that breakdown. Gotta know who to send to you. He didn't know who to send to you, right? I thank God for my brother, my, my brother Duran. What's up, bro? I thank God for my brother Duran, man. Anytime I'm going through something where I, I don't believe in myself, I can go to this man and he can encourage me. He can speak to me. I thank God for my brother Brian. When, I, when, I, when I'm not assured myself, I can go to him and he can encourage me. I thank God for my dad. When I'm not assured myself, I can go to him and he can encourage me. I thank God for my mother. When I'm not assured of myself, when I'm not assured of myself, I can go to them and they can encourage me and they can allow me to keep stepping and keep walking with me in the moments. I thank God for my wife for blessing me with a beautiful wife that when I'm not assuring myself that I can go to them. How many want to be the go-to person today? How many, per how many people want to be the go-to person today? That's part of being a believer. That's part, of, that's part of this walk. Yeah, God gave us, he came to die for our sins, but he also gave us a mission. The mission is to go out and reach. We here, we reaching. Reach centers, raise believers, release leaders. But the first mission is to reach. Who are we reaching? Who are we reaching? We reaching our people. Who the closest people to us? Right here. Closest person is your babies. Right? Closest person is our babies. So as we go, everybody put your hands up. Let's just receive from God. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Let's just receive from God. For people that know how to pray, pray. For people that know how to worship, worship. Lord, we just invite you in right now in the name of Jesus. Lord, we thank you for your spirit flowing right now in the name of Jesus, Lord. Lord, we thank you for your love, Lord, for you say that you loved us first. That's why we are able to love you, Lord. So we thank you for that, God. Lord, we thank you for the intercessors right now that's standing. We thank you for the people that's standing for your people, Lord, to prepare them for the moment. We thank you, Lord, that we are still being prepared for the moment, but we thank you that the moments that we went through, that we are, can, can use those moments to prepare the people that's coming up after us for their moment, Lord. Lord, we thank you right now, Lord, that we are being touched, that some people are being healed. I seen a couple of people out there when I was talking about my faith and how, how I didn't have it no more. I seen, I seen that hit a couple of people. I'm not talking to everybody. Every message ain't for everybody, trust me. But this message was for somebody. This message was for somebody. And I thank God, Lord, that you are, that you are re redirecting them to you, Lord, as you've done myself and as you've done many others, Lord. We thank you, Lord, that even when we think that we're not being guided, that you are guiding us, Lord. Hallelujah, Lord. We thank you for your spirit being right with us, Lord. We thank you for your presence being right with us, Lord. We thank you for the prayers of the righteous, Lord, for the people that's praying. Somebody had a song that said, somebody pray for me. Ah. We thank you for somebody praying for us, Lord, even when we can't pray for ourselves, Lord. Lord, we thank you for, Lord, for your loving spirit, Lord, binding up everything, Lord, that's not of you. We thank you that even as we stand here in Holland Park, Lord, that your loving spirit is resting right now in this place, Lord. Hallelujah, 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 hallelujah. Just worship with me. Just worship with me. There's some things that's going to fall off on today. If you up here with somebody, pray for them. This is your time to touch on them and pray with them. If you up here with somebody next to you, everybody that's out, pray for somebody. Touch somebody. Pray for somebody. I believe that power is just not up here. Power is in us. 
right? God died so we can all have the same power, the Holy Spirit. He, we possess it. If we believe it, we possess it. Tell somebody next to your neighbor and pray for him. Lisa, just worship with me. Tell somebody next to somebody and just pray with them. As you touching, as you touching the person that's next to you, come out yourself. Just come out yourself. I need you to be that person on the left of Jesus that encouraged Jesus. That encouraged Jesus. See, the word, the word of God is so sweet. First off, it said to cut like a double-edged sword. Truth. It's truth. So in order to speak truth, you got to believe it. In order to speak truth, you got to believe it. It's a double-edged sword. It go both ways. Right? So I just need you next to the person that's next to you. Speak truth into them. Speak life into them. Speak God's word into them. My babies, we got babies up here. Speak who they going to be. Because there's a lot of people that's betting on them to be what they not going to be. Speak what you want them to be. There's a lot of people that's betting on them. They building jail cells every day for them. I'm, I'm gonna just, I'm gonna keep it all the way, all the way funky, all the way 100. The enemy don't want us to win. He don't want us to win. We are his chosen people. Speak that life over him. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. community at Revival Tabernacle aims to reach our city and beyond with the life-changing message of Jesus. Thank you for your support. If you want to further connect with us, you can find us online at www.revivaltab.org.